So anyways, one of the topics I wanted to talk about with you guys today, what's the most incriminating thing you've ever done in a uh, hospital setting? I'm really curious. Incriminating? What? what kind of a question is this? <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Like, I'm not going to make you say something like that. Oh, like, really? like, I, I was going to answer. Dude. I, I know I'm you both fresh. were like, oh, what did I, what have I done? <laughs> I'm profesh. Yeah, What's the most illegal thing you've ever done um, in the past 15 years? Like oh, God. I mean, where do I, where do I start? Trying to get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up in the headphone. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. Yeah. Yeah. As promised, the internet's most infamous duo. This is a pod star production, the dynasty. Welcome back to I'm a pod star, not a doctor, featuring your boy Cuff Daddy and American Fentaro. We're just real docs having real talk, and you might fuck around and learn something today. What are we talking about today, Sharif? I think we just fuck around and just talk about stuff. I'm, I'm <laughs> traveling again. Welcome to Atlanta. Oh, I like Atlanta. I've been there a couple times. It's cool. It's crazy. I mean, like, I was supposed to get here earlier today, and then they said the weather was going to be terrible, so I moved my flight, and then I moved it to the afternoon. I get here. There was so much traffic that my driver, when he picked me up, he went around in a circle. And before we knew it, we were back in like where he just picked me up. And he, and he looked at me and he, I go, dude, this is your city. And dude, I did was, that. Couldn't have been a nicer guy, but he was like so embarrassed that we went around in a big circle. And then we finally get to the hotel. I walk in and I swear to you, I take my step into the lobby of the hotel and the the skies open up. I mean, it poured so hard. I just missed it. So I was like, that was good. All right, I'm good. <laughs> we that, probably have the luck. same Uber driver because I got lost in Atlanta too. I had Ron Navarro and Ivan in the car and we were coming home to the hotel late at night and they're like, you get the Uber. I was like, fine, I'll get the Uber. And then I put in the wrong address and we drove around for an hour in a big circle and then we finally got to the place and they were pissed they were like you're not fucking doing directions anymore and i was like dude is it my fault the driver just kept driving we just kept and he and i told him where we were going but we just kept driving around in circles it was wild you know it's so funny because i'm old enough to have told you you know danny meet me at this place and i'd give you an address and then i would tell you like how to get there and then like you'd you'd see a guy in the corner named cletus and you take a left at cletus and then you take a right, like three stop signs later. It's so funny now. It's just like, give me the address. That's all I need. I just need the address. That's all I want. Because everybody just puts it in their phone now. <laughs> See, you're too young for that. I am too young for that. I, You know what I'm not too young for, though, is, is fan club. I feel like uh, I've been walking around different places uh, and like seeing people at different hospitals and clinics that I go to and everyone's like, Oh, what's up, Cuff Daddy? I'm like, What up, what up? <laughs> so I feel like I'm kinda like Beyonce now, you know? I oh, feel shit. like I think uh I th so I name I'm gonna name my followers now like Cufflings. And then so Ooh, like, I kinda like that. You like That's that? Nice. Like the Cufflings. That's so nice. we're gonna have meetings and stuff and, and you know, do philanthropies, you know, cool shit. <laughs> so uh i'm excited for you because i'm i'm still living in anonymity and it's okay 
you know? And so I'm, I'm just going to, I think I had, I think I said it in a previous pod when I was in Boston, I was walking through the, you know, clean core of the hospital in the OR. And so I was like, is that American Pharaoh? And I, I just kind of pretended I didn't hear. And I just kept on walking. So, no, dude, but, you got to embrace that. You got, you got to give you know, a name to your followers. That's a one-off. <laughs> so how about the, the Americans? No, no, they already have that. They're like a the bad pharaohs? The pharaohs. The pharaohs. The pharaohs. You work the on Egyptian, that. The Egyptians. You bring that back next episode. Egyptianites. The Sphinx. <laughs> the pyramids. The camels. No, none of these. None of them hit. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll think about it. As long, you know, as long, I feel like as long as it fits your vibe. Right. It's got, it's all about, it's all about the vibe. You got to have the perfect vibe all day long. So we'll put it on the Instagram page and we will ask people to put in the comments what they think. You're fine. You're cufflinks. That's fine. That, which I really like. Um, but for me, they'll have to like vote on something. Yeah. I don't, I so, don't know what it'd be. So I started drinking tea and um, I'm Is drinking that tea you're right so now. chill right now? I know. You were like remarkably chill. It's like, I'm like, are you okay? If you don't drink tea, so I drink tea. What is this tea? Oh yeah, it's ashwagandha tea. It's like an adaptogen and it chills you out. So I got it because, you know, I watched the Equalizer. I was watching the Equalizer 3 and Mm. Denzel's so chill. You know, he's like goes to the table and like, and like the waitress comes and like orders a tea and then she's like, what the fuck? And like, he just sits there with the tea and then he like puts it down and like, kicks the shit out of people and i was like dude i like that so i started drinking tea and now that's what i do so literally you're drinking (laughs) tea because of denzel's character where he lays a napkin down ever so nice he puts a spoon he always he has this one spoon that he carries with him yeah dude i don't have a mantra yet i gotta get that like a little mantra before i drink the tea you know i just i put the honey in it but i don't do anything cool with my cup yet you should lay a tortilla down (laughs) <laughs> why, is it, why is it gotta be a tortilla i mean come on is it i mean obvious? a tortilla has multiple uses you know yeah, like so when i was growing up it was a snack in many forms you know you could you can have a tortilla con mantequilla where you just warm up the tortilla and you put butter on it and then the other version was like later on i got a, i wanted another snack and then my grandma would like burn the tortilla and then put sour cream on it and then you got a tostada and then like for dinner, that. you'd put meat in it, and then you'd have a taco. But it's but all different forms of the tortilla. It's all different forms of bread. It's like a... It's not bread. Uh, it's kind of it's bread. It's made of corn, bro. I don't eat I flour. Know, but I mean, and so, like, it is a form of... I, I don't want to even get into it, but I'm, in my <laughs> brain, it's, a, it's like bread. It's synonymous to bread. It's to hold something. Bread holds your meat or your cheese or your whatever, your veggie sandwich. Or So a tortilla just captures the same things. I'm not saying it's bread, but it's synonymous to bread. And a tortilla is like a Mexican fruit roll-up. <laughs> no? I guess. I, I, you know, whatever. Dude, I don't know. I what I do know though is we got a pretty cool episode today, and it was fun, wasn't it? Fun. So we were on somebody else's podcast the other day, and that was a little weird, right? Like, I feel like I like warped into like a different like 
like planet or something. And like, I was a guest. So it's going to be cool because uh, we were on the sports talk talk podcast with Grant Garcia and Will Sanchez. And now we're going to have them in our home and like, you're going to see our vibe, right? Because yeah. obviously when we were with them, it was their vibe. Which was more serious, more educational, which I thought was really cool. And what's funny is people, I was getting some texts from others and they're like, you're actually, you sounded pretty smart. I'm like, <laughs> why are you surprised? <laughs> like, I, I hope I have some brain power. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be, do we have to, we have to act like that all day long? I mean, all day long, I'm, you know, quoting studies and trying to educate patients and do stuff. I, it's nice to just have this safe space where, you know, I could just joke around with, with my friends, you know, and, and, and have fun. See, their podcast was a safe space. Our, our podcast needs a safe word. It's a very different vibe. Tortilla. And like, you know what? If we drop tortilla on them, then that means you got to do something silly. I'll just like throw tortilla in like randomly in the middle of a conversation. I'll be like, so Will, where did you guys meet tortilla? And he'll be like, what? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> and then you know, not- oh, Hold on, Bobby, real quick. We got to ask Will why he kept on calling me the American gangster, not the American pharaoh. Anyways, Bobby, well, yeah, make sure you do. No, I wanted to uh, chime in because I'm loving this uh, safe word. So the timing will be nice because this is, yeah, this is the intro. So to all the listeners now, when Grant will come on the pod, they're obviously not going to be aware of this and we will. So Danny, anytime you hit it with a tortilla, your theme music will go and I need you to get all, uh, all Acevedo on them. (laughs) Yeah. Get straight avocado on them. Do it. I don't know if he can because he had too. I think he had too he, much tea. This is the calmest I mean, I've ever seen this guy. I don't I've know. Ne- like, he's gonna fall asleep on. on the mic. Dude, it's the tea. I the think tea he's microdosing and having tea. I don't know what it is, or maybe it's mushroom tea. Dude, I'm the fucking equalizer now. I'm telling you, man, don't well, mess with me. Well, then you're I'm gonna get fired because I need some. I need a co-host with energy. I'm supposed to be the chill one. You're supposed to be the wild one. No, I bring it though. Like. If you're the equalizer, you bring it when you need to bring it. Like he brings okay, it. I'm hard, asking so. you to bring it right now. Don't worry. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Lord. Oh man. So, so now he's into tea. Exciting. So you're a honey and tea guy. Yeah. So technically I know you're going to say, well, honey's not vegan, you know, but you know, did I say that? Did no, say but that? you probably were going to say words come out of my mouth. like that because it comes from a bee. But why are not... you so um sensitive about your <laughs> veganism? I'm not because I'm not really like a super super vegan. I just kind of try to follow a plant-based diet, right? And like not perfectly for the most part, but for the most part perfectly. But people uh, you know, people get crazy and they're like, well, that's not vegan and, and your shoes are leather. And it's like, bro, it's like it's not that serious. Like I shouldn't even said that. It's just but then when you say, Oh, I don't eat meat, and then they're like, Are you vegetarian? And like, no, and like, are you a pescatarian? So everyone gets all crazy and tries to put me in a box. So I'm like, all right, fine, I guess I'll be in this vegan box for you. So that's just kind of how it goes. But anyways, yes, I, I do eat honey and uh, I like Ramanuka honey. Honey is amazing. Honey yeah. is like a superfood. Can we help Dude. the bees, please? 
Yeah, dude, it's fucked up. The bees like give good shit. There's all this bee shit that I get, like bee pollen, uh, bee propolis. It's like this spray that you spray in your mouth, and it's supposed to like keep you from getting sick. And then there's like monkey honey, manuka honey. I call it monkey honey, and that's good too. It's like antimicrobial, antibacterial. Bees they make nuts. good shit. What are those? Huh? Bees nuts. <laughs> yeah. Well, we digress. Uh, we have a really cool show for you guys today. Uh, we're going to bring on our, one of our good friends, uh, orthopedic surgeon. He's also a sports medicine specialist. Uh, he hails from Seattle, Washington, and uh, his, he's got his own podcast where they actually talk about important stuff related to sports. It's called the Sports Talk, Talk Podcast. Uh, this is uh, our friend, uh, Grant Garcia. Let's bring Grant in. Will looks like he's like in like a haunted house or something. What is that? What are you doing back there, dude? I should look. I just watched Pulp Fiction, and that no, kind of no, no. looks he a lot like a... where the Gimp used to live. You remember where the Gimp hard. downstairs? Keep it down. No, just stop. No, put put the handcuffs back on. We're not. <laughs> that's for later. Okay, come on now. Dude, you ever see that? Like when you watch Pulp Fiction, like the Gimp is just like chilling in this box, like sleeping, and it's like. And then, like, so everyone kind of forgets about that. And then, you know, they have the scene that they have and, you know, they kill the guy or whatever. But, like, everyone forgot, like, dude, what the fuck was the gimp doing in the box? Cool. Was How it? long was he there for also? <laughs> I mean, you know, would, would they, they take him out last week? Was he just yeah. out, you know, an hour ago? And he had all the gear on. Like, he had all, like, the leather stuff on and he just, like, came out of the box. And think <laughs> about it, right? Where, where is where, where they're supposed to be at? L.A. or California? How hot is he? in a box, in leather. I mean, I think this topic should be explored a whole lot more, so. <laughs> okay, so Bobby, will you do me a favor, please? Will you record this segment and put this on Instagram? Because everybody needs to look at Grant's face. Like, he is mortified with this conversation. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. dude, I literally, <laughs> I literally got, I see you guys just talking. I have no audio. And then I all of a sudden pull up to somebody in a box. Yeah, the so gimp. I'm, Bring the gimp the in the box. It's probably better that you missed it. It's, yeah. it's probably a whole lot better. Oh my and then God, Will's just amazing. chatting like nobody's business, but I can't hear anything he's saying. You still can't hear me? No, now I can. But it, okay, took, great. it took a little while to get on, so I'm good. And, can you guys hear everyone me? Everyone was talking about how cool your mic looks. It's yeah. just... Dude, look at this. Oh, I can styling. do... Dude, I, I just got this. I'm very excited. Watch this. Oh, <laughs> like rainbow colored. <laughs> dude, I got this just for Will, so he's be so excited for the podcast. Oh, and just so everybody knows, uh, this is Will Sanchez. This is the co-host of Sports Talk Talk Podcast. Uh, welcome, Will. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having us. And um, this is what happens when your um, 24-year-old son moves back in the house. You get relegated to a section of the basement that uh, nobody ever ventures to. So, uh, Dr. Grant, if you, uh, if you never see me again, I'm still somewhere in this basement uh, locked away. So I just want to put that out there. This is my That's plea good. for help. So I'll move on. Dude, I'll I gotta send talking. you. I'll send you food. I think we got a podcast in a few weeks. So you just stay there. Don't move. You That's your good. solution. Food. You're gonna send me. What about help? <laughs> DoorDash. Listen, I'll feed you. DoorDash. Hey, so I want to know, like, uh, you know, 
I, t- I was talking on your podcast uh, how I saw that you guys had a podcast and I was inspired by that. In addition to like being on the Ortho show, that kind of inspired me and that kind of led me to do my own podcast. But w- what brought you guys together to do this podcast that you guys do? Well, uh, so this is this is actually a good story. So you guys probably you guys are both on LinkedIn, so I see that. Um, you guys probably get like thousands of messages for all ridiculous stuff, you know, finance, investments, you know, next big thing. Uh, and like I was what three years ago, Will now. So Will messages me on Facebook on in, uh, LinkedIn. I've met, I responded to probably like six LinkedIn messages in the last like four years, and one of them was Will's. He's like, hey, I got a podcast, NYSEA. And I was like, okay. He's like, I'd like to have you on it. But I didn't really know what was going on. And obviously, it was my first time doing podcast stuff. Uh, so I responded to him. And then I started doing it. Um, and I was like, dude, this guy's, this guy's got a great voice. Everything works out great. And we started connecting pretty well. And then that's honestly... And then it's like he did like a sports... Po- you can go more in detail. But he did like a sports podcast. So I was just a random guest. And then he seemed to like me, so he kept asking me to be on the show. But then I was repeating, he was like the only person on the show. So I was like, this is cool. And then eventually, I looked like a year or two, we were like, dude, why don't we just do a rebranding? But with the schedule, eventually, we just like, finally, we just discussed and we're saying, let's just do the rebranding and do the um, sports talk talk. So that's kind of how it started. But it was crazy. It was literally just a LinkedIn message. Um, and then the first time I met Will, I'm like, this guy's legitimate. He's not asking me for money or he's not asking me for like my address. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is, you guys know what I'm talking address. about. I'm like, dude, anyway, well, it was, well, well tell me your perspective. Where yeah, did so, you come from? Were you just a LinkedIn stalker? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I do on the weekends. I'm pretty busy during the week. So I just stalk people on, on, uh, on LinkedIn. So, um, I have a sports background and you know, we could get into that later for whatever reason, but um, I'm a sports producer, I did a bunch of different things. So all of the people that, all of my guests and people that I've worked with is all related to sports, you know, from, you know, Amani Toomer and different people around, you know, around the sports industry. And um, I used to do shows um, besides podcasts, but live shows. We would do them out of a bar and Monday night football and just have a crowd and have different guests. And I just kind of wanted to get away from the whole sports. Uh, I was just kind of talking, you know, tired of talking about things that I kind of knew. And it seems like you're kind of rinse and repeat, right? There's only so much things that you can talk about. Um, I've always been interested in the medical field. My wife works with Fred Hutch. Uh, We both worked at a, a special surgery before I got into sports production. So I worked in the hospital so I was like, I want to do something different. I want to find somebody to work with. And I wanted to be, for lack of better word, and this might seem wrong, but I was looking for someone that wasn't white. You know, I wanted some diversity. I, you know, we live <laughs> my in mom's white. My mom's, my mom's white. So yeah, yeah, knows, yeah but, but white Latino. My dad's Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad's Brazilian. Yeah, yeah. So hey, we're Seattle. They're good enough. Acevedo, Garcia, yeah. who knows? Yeah, so I looked up Garcia and then I looked, you know, obviously all his accolades, right? And everything that he's doing. And, and I found it fascinating. And I was like, let me reach out to him, see if he's interested. Love to have him on. Love to have these conversations and then kind of see where it goes. And I wanted to do something that was a little bit out of my wheelhouse, you know, and just kind of explore uh, in that area. So I, I was still doing sports shows and doing college football and doing a bunch of other things. And then eventually I started to kind of 
uh, dropping out of that. And, you know, some of the people that I work with, which I'm great friends with, um, I was just like, I've just kind of, it's run its course. I'm not really interested in, in doing this type of, um, show anymore. I, I enjoy talking friends and, you know, kicking it like that, but I was really interested in doing a show that was knowledgeable, that we can, um, communicate and relate information and for me, it's really important for um, for us to explain things from the patient side, right? Because obviously, as doctors, you guys will speak and know what you're talking about and and communicate in that manner. But uh, we always try to have lend that aspect of we're doing this, but you should know about that, right? And we always promote Dr. Garcia. Say, hey. We're doing the we're internal bracing, right? That's my new thing, right? I love internal Dude, bracing. Don't, don't even get started <laughs> about this. Bracing, right? I know we're not so, doing a lot of medical stuff on this, but he will freak out about internal bracing. He I makes love you talk internal about it every episode. Yeah. Internal but bracing is hot. For all of Dude, our doctors a- that come on, we always recommend and say, hey, just because we're saying X, Y, and Z, go get a second opinion. The best thing a doctor could tell you is go get a second opinion. Yeah. Talk to someone. Feel comfortable. Make sure you get that knowledge. Don't just go and do something based on it. And that's even, you know, if it's Dr. Garcia's wheelhouse, we'll say, yeah, Dr. Garcia and his team can do stuff like this, but we want you to go outside of that. So I really take that perspective uh, perspective of I'm talking to the Joes and Janes of the world yeah. and trying to communicate that, you know, this is all relatable and it's not out of your wheelhouse. Don't be intimidated by it. It's okay. People are not going to be offended that you want to seek a second opinion have honest conversations because it's your time, it's your body, insurance, recovery. It's all important to you. So really focus. You can see Will's very excited about this topic. Yeah, he got excited. So we were just talking about that actually, because we don't give medical advice on our podcast. We're just kind of fucking around and you might learn something on accident, which usually we do. (laughs) Um, But like, where's the legality of this? We were just talking about this. Like, like, if we're talking, if you guys are talking medical topics and, and, and maybe even giving advice on stuff, like, is there any like liability? Like, can, can people like, you know, flip it on you? What do you think? Have you looked into that? Uh, I haven't looked into it. It's a good point. I try not to think about the legality of things, but obviously it's important. Um, I mean, most of the stuff I say is stuff that I practice. So like, I feel like if I'm giving the patient, whatever I see on my show, I tell the patients in the room. So I'm rare. I'm, I'm not really going off script in terms of like, you know, this thing is not indicated or this is, there's no studies on this or anything like that. So, and then in the end, you know, the nice thing I think about having someone like Will on the show is it's not just two doctors talking about doctor stuff. You know, Will brings in his own perspective, but everyone knows he's not a a physician. So that actually think helps it. I don't know if someone could come after me, you know, from a legal standpoint, I would Hope not, and maybe it makes the show less fun now yeah. that you told me that. No, no, uh, I, don't, I, think I don't worry no, about no, no. that because I think it's. I, I don't worry about it. Yeah, you I mean, listen, it's, it's there's so many, there's so many crazy people on podcasts right now. There's absolutely no way that that my podcast would be considered against the legal the legal things but you know no, dude, again. it's cool because like i mean if the patient comes in fully informed and they listen to your podcast got a second opinion and they know they need a shoulder replacement and then they found me just to do it i would love it because they're gonna come in i already know what i need this is what i want i heard you do it really well i want you to do it sweet sign them up let's go <laughs> dude danny it's ridiculous i literally every week someone comes in asking for a podcast surgery they literally every week someone's like they, they found it like they go to like i got a built-in so it's like let's say i got the you know, ACL repair or uh, ladder J or something. 
they'll come and be like, I want the latter J from the podcast with Will Sanchez. I'm like, listen, he's not a doctor. You trust him? And he's like, dude, I got to do it. Let's do it. Like, and it's you're crazy. Like, no, it's Will Sanchez. It's Will, <laughs> it's Will Sanchez. And then we got Tortilla Daddy. Tortilla. Exactly. Tortilla. Oh, dude. this is amazing you know what i I have had that dude like do you guys have this too like a bunch of people will come up to me like oh i got an idea for a podcast and then i'm like getting pitched ideas like i'm like like a big podcast producer or something i'm like well dude that's awesome you must be no honestly people are like you have a podcast what does that mean like today in the or i was like talking about the pot today we've been on with you guys and i was like i gotta let loose they're like good luck garcia they're like (laughs) and then and then uh (laughs) and then and then we were, and they were talking about like, what is your podcast about? I'm like, uh, and then I had to explain it. And I'm like, after that, I'm like done, you know, it's just, we'll see. And then you have to explain ours and you're like, I honestly have no idea what I'm getting myself. Into I said, I said, I'm going to have a little bit of alcohol. It'll be fun. It'll be good. What do you think? So what's the future of the pod is like this space. Like, I feel like it's growing pretty rapidly. I started to listen to more podcasts as I, you know, got into this. And, and I think it's a cool little space for people to kind of get to know you and your business and stuff. Like, what do you guys see the future of it as? I think from a medical profession, it's humongous. It's just, obviously it's a time suck. So like a lot of people don't want to invest the time to do it. But I think that patients, it's the same thing we talk about with videos and we talked about before. I think that it's like people can get to know you. And for you guys, I think it's awesome you guys do this, the format you guys do. I mean, you have so many serious, you know, like I saw you just posted, you know, about your ICLs and like all these all like medical things you do that are awesome, that are really like high level. But then nobody gets to see the person you are. And in the office, I'm a lot more chill than I am on my like in like my videos and stuff like that. I try to be more fun. You know, I'll drop a couple funny words here or there in the office and I'm like more chill, even though it's a bigger deal because they've got injuries. Um, but I think getting to know your surgeon right away, because like that's the number one thing. I mean, one of the number we see, I see so many second, third, fourth opinions in the, in the city. And the reason they come into me half the time is like, they don't really even believe the surgeons talking about the right thing. Or they're like freaked out because it was like so serious. And there was just, there was no like vibe or catch again not fair. I'm in sports medicine. So like all my patients are like the tech guys and they're like half the guys I could go to the gym with and work out with. Like, I mean, I've got like a couple patients. I was like, dude, you'd be a great workout partner. I was like, you probably, you'd definitely be able to, you'd definitely be able to help me out. <laughs> dude, those conversations always end up in me showing them my bicep. <laughs> I, I have a, uh, <laughs> See, I like that. That's a nice move. I got to throw that off. I'm so glad that, you know, for you guys, Will and Grant, that you don't have to deal with Cuff Daddy and, you know, literally like every time I turn around, he's got his gun out. It's like, (laughs) I saw he had a post. He had a good post about him with his shirt. I mean, you got some big guns underneath there. That's good. Yeah, man. I work out. He's got to be careful. He's got to be careful what he posts because I got a big talk coming up in Miami and uh, who knows what might show up in that talk. Dude, those are the worst. Like, you know, they do, you know, Joe Abood, like we'll go to meetings and like everyone will have like this really serious talk. And then like their last slide is like this fucking funny ass picture of Joe Abood doing something. And it's kind of fucked up because everybody laughs, but like everyone's always picking on Joe. I definitely don't want to get picked on in meetings. You know what, dude? He's, he can handle it. He's a big deal. I don't worry. I'm not, I'm not too worried about his self-esteem. Danny, it's nice to want. You're going to get made fun of. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. It's okay. You'll be all right. I mean, you put it on Instagram, it's done. 
once it's on, it's not his fault. He's just show, he's just using the material he's given. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm just I'm just using what is in front of me. That's it. Nothing more. Nothing less. So, I like to fuck around with the guests and, and make up games off the top. So I made up a game for you guys, and it's kind of a spinoff of you know keeping a gangster. But I'm calling this one. Are you down? Okay. So I'm going to see how many of these you get right. And these are just questions that I'd like people to know. Like if I'm going to hang out with you, like I would hope that you know the answer to these questions. And there's a, there's a no pressure. pressure. I'm terrible at trivia. I lose every single one of them with Will. Just fucking random (laughs) questions. All right. Ready. So I'll give you an easy one. What was 50 Cent's debut album called? Will's continued. I'm terrible. All this stuff. You don't know 50 Cent? You know he's a rapper, right? Dude, I know 50 Cent. Dude, I was in, I was in Jamaica Hospital. I worked where he got shot. Come on, dude. What was it? What was it called? <laughs> dude, I'll tell you, when he came out for the Super Bowl, he was a whole dollar. Dude. dude All right. He was a whole dollar. Well, nice. All and right. Also, maybe that was too hard. Get, get rich or die trying. You lose on that one. All right, let's try this one. All right. Oh. The Chronic was released by which hip-hop group or artist? Come on, Dr. Garcia. Dude, I can get all these wrong. I told you, Sanchez needs to hook me up. He He's knows all this stuff. All day. He's the coolest Dr. guy of all the podcasts. Dr. Dre, he knows all dude. This the Chronic. He's a doctor, goddammit. I should know him. He's a doctor. That's true. Okay, okay. Okay. Okay, this is a sports question. What ex Raider, he was a Raider, was famous for talking about himself in the third person? I'll give you a hint. He played two sports. Deion Sanders. (laughs) What was it? Another good one was Ricky Henderson. Bo Jackson. Ricky Henderson was great as a. Talking in third person. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to get these other two. Those are the easy ones. Oh, gosh. Okay, what, well, about, what about this? What is OPP? <laughs> <laughs> are you down with OPP? I know. There's probably two versions that you can say there. Give me the safe version. Go ahead, Dr. Garcia. No, you don't. All right, other people's property. That's right. We got or- one. <laughs> or other people's punani. Dude, I'm not getting you. I'm not going on Jeopardy with you. I don't know. I don't know. Come on, Dr. Garcia. All right. You great. Grant, Maybe... Grant, you got to get one. You got to get one, Grant. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna... I told you I'm terrible at this. I've lost hope. I've lost hope, but I'm going to give you one more. This is a little bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing a song for you, and I just want you to tell me who sings it, okay? May I kick a little something for the G's and make a few ends as I breeze? through two in the morning and the party's still jumping because my mama ain't home who sings that i know will's got that you're feeling it just do it i can't there's no way i'm gonna get these there goes snoop dogg yeah see (laughs) so dr garcia needs um swimming trivia right so we need swimming trivia for dr garcia and probably skiing trivia i bet you'll know this who sings this song? Last night we let the liquor talk. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I've heard that one. I don't remember the guy. Get the genre. Get the genre. 
So now I'm curious, what kind of music are you listening to in your OR? And if you're not, same question. Pitbull. Okay, I like Pitbull. I like Pitbull. top hits, Pitbull. But I know, and not, I'm terrible. Like it's like I can never repeat the songs. I don't listen to any of like I don't know how to say like yeah, any of the artists. Noise. I'm atrocious. I just noise. But I just like pump it up. I'm like I am sick of dealing with the silence. Yeah. I fr- flip out if it's quiet in the OR. I do not like it. I yeah, I don't listen to the words. Country music on. If country music on, I mean, heads are gonna fucking roll. It's no, like, dude, country's hot. You got to do Morgan okay, Wayland. Don't, uh, don't play it in mine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want tortilla. Tortilla. <laughs> oh, we need. <laughs> There's a lot, dude. Sanchez Garcia Acevedo. Look at this. This is amazing. Got it, it, got it, oh my group. god. Dude, this is probably, we should take a picture, everybody. The most Latinos on a podcast in 2023, ever. 2024, <laughs> ever. Do a screenshot. Bobby, Bobby, do a screenshot. Wait, shout out to Bobby also. I was going to say, I got to be the, the token white guy in the pictures. We're going to make it work. Wait, so you're, not I got even you. white. you're like, well, I, I guess. I'm, I'm Eastern speaking. European, all right? That's uh, I'm Macedonian. as white as any of us. So. Fair, fair. But Will was funny. When we were on there, you kept on calling me the American gangster. Yeah, American gangster. Even though American. I know it's the American pharaoh, but American yeah. gangster and Dude, you know what, listen, Daddy. Will does I, I thought it just nicknames. worked better. American gangster and Cuff Daddy. It's just I'm like, right. I don't know. I'm sorry. You know, but no, that's, it, that's the name. That's the, that's, that's the way I think of you now, Dr. Bashai. I you know it. who played the American Gangster, Sharif. Oh, that was Denzel. That's right. That's not and a Russell Crowe, also right back in the day. That good movie. Yeah, that, that was a team. great movie. I mean, so I don't know. You <laughs> yeah, guys based on the true here. story. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that based on the true story. story. Yeah. yeah, gangster from Harlem. So the funny thing is, is uh, Danny is trying to be like a character of Danzo Washington. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen The Equalizer. He's known for his calm Dude. demeanor when he drinks his tea. So Dan, <laughs> Danny over here has decided that he's going to start drinking tea. So when we started the show, and the, we're, we usually have a little excitement in the cold open. Danny's just like, yes, yeah. Welcome, <laughs> welcome everybody. It's you like, have 17 fuck, seconds. Up. This it's is like, the tea. So we're going to spike his tea for the next show. Did you see the nice. latest Equalizer? Yeah, bro. Yeah, so good. Number that was three. so good. So yeah. good. I love the on uh, on location. Um, it was so beautiful. Um, Have out you there, ever so seen, did you watch, uh, Hob, you know, Hobbs? Mm-hmm. From Hobbs and Shaw? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hobbs, right? Yeah. Who's winning in the fight, Hobbs or the Equalizer? Oh, no, I'm not messing with Denzel. We got to go equalize him. Dude, really? Denzel but wins you... every single time. Yeah, it's like know, if you put somebody up against them. John Wick, right? Dude, if nobody, John Wick. nobody beats Denzel. So in one of our episodes, we had uh, the announcer for the Pistons come on, and he did a preview <laughs> promo of John Wick against the Equalizer. Oh. And he just did it <laughs> off the top of his head. I was like, well, that shit. I was like, I'd see that. Oh. I, I mean, I'm up. sure the equalizer over John Wick, dude, but I just watched Fast yeah, and the Furious the other day. And like Hobbs is gangster, bro. I know. But dude, but the equalizer, the problem with the equalizer versus, uh, you know, versus those situations, it would be like, won't be like, it's like 13 seconds of killing versus like 45 minutes to an hour worth of just fighting straight. Dude, could you imagine? So I'm not really sure how that would work. 
if we did a total shoulder like that and you just stopped and you're like, two minutes, I'm going to make an incision, cut the humeral head. <laughs> <laughs> and then put the perform reverse in. And the nurse is looking at you like, what? And you're just like, start the stopwatch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's not happening. But it can. It sounds it like can. a funky episode of Scrubs. Listen, once you watch a YouTube on it, you're good, dude. Then yeah. See one, teach one. Don't even do one. Just teach it. No, you have to do one. No, no, no. See one, teach one. I like yeah, that. That's, that's a new slogan. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm getting all my training for eternal bracing, man. That's yeah, dude, Will, Will's got a, an, I can't with the an honorary brain. MD over here. <laughs> I, can't. I, talk, I was talking I to somebody yesterday. I don't want to hear about the internal brace. <laughs> I was talking about, we were talking about like surgical efficiency. I forgot who I was talking to a bunch of doctors on some meeting the other day. And then they were telling me, oh, uh, what? Because I'm, they said, slow is steady, steady is smooth, smooth is fast. So they said, you're not fast, you're smooth. That's what they said. So that's actually interesting because that's a racing term, smooth is fast. So my yeah, buddy and- is a, he's in motorsports. He's an agent for a bunch of the, the racers. And, uh, and they, they always like say, smooth is fast, smooth is fast. And literally before he takes his golf swing, he's like, smooth is fast. And then he goes. So you're smooth. What do you think? I mean, do you try to like, you know, be economically efficient with your motions in the operating room? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like time myself, but what I'm, I know that if I did well, like you know, today we did a lower trap and we felt like we were going really efficiently, and we're like, oh, that's good. I mean, to be honest with you, the way it works is like, you know how this works in surgery. Like, if you had a good surgery, your time is faster usually, and especially, yeah. usually your good surgery is also like the perfect patient, right? Like, good that's BMI, right. like everything just flows, and it's like I always tell it's like a, like an orchestra. You're just like. Boom. And yeah. then some days you get out and you're like soaked in sweat and you're like, I can't believe I just did that. Like, what was I thinking? Like, why do I feel so tortured? You know, it's the exact same. You do two different surgeries back to back. And one is like one, you're soaked in sweat, exact same surgery. And you, you know, it's like nice thing about surgery too, is like you, you crush it. And then the next day you're just like, Oh my God, that surgery yep. supposed to be the easy one. But those ass kickings, like they check you, right? They're bringing down to reality. And then where you kind of like, it Dude. keeps you grounded a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I could do like a meniscus transplant and like, you know, some big cuff and things like that. And all of a sudden, like the next day I do like an ACL and like in like a 15 year old and the bone like almost broke my arm. thought I had like a rotator cuff tear after it. I'm like, dude, you, you just, you never know. You got to always be on, you got to always be ready. So the worst was, see, you guys are young. I'm getting old. So, but I had my cuff fixed, uh, God, I don't even know, 2018 and that was probably one of the worst. So you joke about it, but like to ream a canal with that system I was using for like a total shoulder and I do this, oh my, it was the worst. And so then I would do it left-handed or I'd give it to the resident or fellow. And then when I knew I was like, I got to get it done is when I went to power to ream it, you know, that's a bad idea because that fucking humerus will explode. So I was like, when I got to the point where it's like, it was so painful. It's like, I, I just got to do this. Yeah, that's the... I think it's it's kind of it's kind of bad. I watch all these people, and there's like every soldier surgeon I see has had surgery. Even at Rush, like half the guys I worked with, even one of the guys I was one of the five, one of the uh, attendees got surgery while I was there. And I'm like, dude, it's just coming. I was like, I know my right <laughs> shoulder is going to need it. I'm like, Tina Dees We'll why, see what happens. That's why Will's hanging out with you. Will's Will's knows that his orthopedic surgeries are coming. He's got you. Yeah. Uh, he's. <laughs> I, I already got my Achilles taken care of too. So, did you get an oh, you got brace? that fixed? 
Thanksgiving, yeah. Thanksgiving call. You got an internal well, brace? No way, bro. I'm not getting no, my I got the speed Aaron Rodgers. I got Aaron the speed bridge. That shit. You don't need that shit. You just put a cast on Dude, it, bro. He'll be fine. Will's got the hookup, man. I'm I'm on the treadmill. <laughs> I'm on the treadmill working out in Hawaii, and I get a call from Will on Thanksgiving. I'm like, oh shit. He's never. No one ever. He never bugs me on a random day. Yeah. Yo, dude. Yo, dude. Something's wrong. I'm not doing good. <laughs> I, just I already knew. I already knew. I blew out my Achilles. I, I knew it right away. I was like, "Fuck." I, I called my foot and ankle partner. I was like, "You're fixing him on Monday." He was like, "What do you mean I'm fixing?" I'm like, "You're coming in on Monday and you're fixing him." I think he was trying to escape his basement and he blew out his Achilles. <laughs> what did you that's do? That's exactly what it was. I got a little barrier here. Yeah, it's still <laughs> it scary. Like a, it looks like it's a like, it's, it's, like, it's like the prisoners. Out. The prisons that you like looks forks and stuff. So they like, get it out. looks like haunted mansion. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's perfect. Poly- it's perfect. Yeah, this is I fine. Don't know, man, this is fine. <laughs> that is terrifying. He's like, please help, please help. He's gonna make yeah, he's fine. Are you without me? Are you without me? Just so ping me, me Will. I'll this. help you out. Grant, now that you you're a you're a solid shoulder surgeon, I'm gonna give you a cuff daddy uh, analogy. Um, or question, I should say, do you do a left shoulder faster or a right shoulder faster if it's a cuff or if it's a total? So, uh, for a cuff, I'm pretty ambidextrous, so it doesn't matter to me, but for open, I do a left faster because I'm left-handed. Oh, okay. Hmm. So, so I, I, and I, yeah, that's just because I, I, I for me the incision is weird. Like today, you know, I did like a like a right knee zero. It's like you want to make sure you put yeah. So the, the I think the left total shoulder is faster. So I told Danny it doesn't make a difference. I can do it either way, and he's like, no, no, no. It's like, and it was the opposite. The cuff was opposite of the sh- the total. Danny, it's go, like, take it away, it's, buddy. it's like a, like it's it's subtle, but like yeah, what? it feels like I'm a little slower on a left handed cuff. Versus a right-handed cuff, and then I'm I think a, that's total bull, though. There's no way you're slower on one or the other. If you're if you're a well, because I you use scope, both hands, so I yeah, use you're ambidextrous. Hands, like, yeah, so I drill with my left when I need to, and I drill with my right when I need to. I don't like. I always see people doing this weird crisscross thing, dude, and I'm no, like, dude, you look flicks, like an idiot. Dude, when we were residents, my do- my yeah. dog been like, if you don't, I'm gonna cut that other hand off if you don't yeah. start using your other hand. The nice yeah. thing is, I was le- I'm left-handed, so when I was like a resident, I wasn't allowed to use it, or like in med school. You know, yeah. so like I always had to learn. I basically learned how to use my right hand completely for surgery because you don't have a choice. Yeah, you have to, dude. I mean, I try to teach the PAs and everything that too. But I'm saying, like, yeah, even though I am ambidextrous, I my left hand's a little slower. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going back to Will for 200, and the question is, Will, how many people did you stalk for a podcast before Grant said yes? He was the first person. Oh shit. Yeah, he was the first person. Like I said, I've been doing other things, and uh, first and last, first and last. Just so you know, I reached that. out to him, you know, and saw his background. I saw that there was, you know, this New York affiliation also, and with him working with the Mets, and um, so there was a lot that when I looked him up, that was very relatable. So I was like, let me just kind of just try it, and you know, obviously it worked out. But yeah, I didn't reach out to anybody else. This was kind of. One of those things, like I want to try something different, and started looking around, and you said, can tell okay, me, Will, though. It's, you it's, can tell me guy if there were like that I want to talk to. Others. Yeah, no, but it, yeah, you know, it sounds funny, but yeah, I was like, this is the guy that I want to talk to uh, about this, and luckily, you know, everything worked out. So yeah, one and done, lucky. So that's so I'm good. on a bunch of different text threads 
like I and I have like these little like uh like little pins, right? They all have like these little faces. So this is my pot star text thread. And I got like uh med school friends, shoulder dudes in here where we do like yeah. you know, I ask intelligent questions and we debate about like surgical things, but like on the pot star one, we really can't get a consensus on this one thing. And I just want to ask you guys because I'm just we need like a bigger sample size because we Bobby, argue about this constantly. So would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? A oh, horse-sized duck. Horse-sized duck. See? You see? Because why? Because there's like a hundred. If right. there was a hundred of anything, nope. it's just a lot. There he is. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's, I would squish it. all of those little horses. <laughs> I, I will. I will die on this hill, guys. Like you're gonna die because these like a hundred. This is impossible. Think, think about, think about, dude. A horse-sized no. duck, the beak would be huge. You could not get even do anything; would just eat you right away. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You want to fight even Danny's biceps-sized horses. You want the little ones. Because oh, wait, here's the thing. He answered the question wrong. Wait. So you would rather fight the horse-sized duck or the, the hundred duck-sized yeah. horses? I no, would, not I would hunt, rather no. fight a duck fight that is the size of a horse was, yeah. than all these okay. cute little miniature horses running around. <laughs> it, I, I can't. I don't want to step on these little cute little horse no, horses you, here. Okay, I can't do it. So here's the two things you have to consider that that Danny still cannot wrap his mind around. the <laughs> The horse sized duck can fly because it is a duck. It's going to be coming at you from all different angles. A hundred duck-sized horses, they can't fly. They're just going to canter over your way. You They'll just climb you. into a, there's a, a tree with a branch and just like but there's shoot a hundred, though. There's no way you can get away from a hundred of them. There's a hundred. Exactly right. And, and that, you're and not really sure yeah. how well this horse-sized duck could fly. Okay, but Danny, let's assume <laughs> it also, I mean, mathematically, there's likely chance it doesn't fly. And did you see, show him the picture. Show him the picture. Look at these let's, fucking little wings. There's no the way that there's no way has. that that duck horse flies. Why? Yeah. The, look Why? how big it is. But it's, it's so it, dense. It's still a duck. It's just a big duck. It's Danny, tell him your physics. Tell him your physics lesson. There's no way he. Yes, then, there's no way that duck flies. You didn't take AP <laughs> physics, okay, Bobby? Danny's top of his class. That's how he got in orthopedics, dude. He That's knows right, all this. Ninety-nine. Oh, there we go. Let's 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 blow up Danny's ego even more. That's what we need tonight. <laughs> yeah, he's got tiny little, little wings. wings. There's no way those little There's wings. There's no gonna... way that thing no flies, way. and it's, it's actually... probably very slow. Okay. So for everybody it's like a brontosaurus of ducks. For everybody listening that can't see this picture, first of all, go to the Instagram page. We will post it. But this is an AI generated bullshit picture we put together. Right? That is not a real animal. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> just have yeah. to reference Jurassic Park. If you remember yeah, exactly. the T Rex, you can run and get in a car, and that guy kind of sucked. But if those little guys came at you, you were fucked because they ate Thank you. you. And there was we were like just talking about that guy, the guy that was going to the bathroom and he got eaten. That's right. Wow. Thank you. Dude, How are these that's little what horses? You go to the bathroom to and you. they horses eat you. But you could be going horses to the bathroom are... and they could eat you, just like the Jurassic okay. Park. All right. Which would you rather be <laughs> swimming amongst? Let's do it this way. Let's let's simplify it with real shit. You're swimming. <laughs> would you rather be swimming with a giant shark or piranha? A hundred piranha. But no, see, that's the problem. No, no, no. Is oh. this is no, no. we can't no, no. have a we can't no, no. have a realistic giant example. Shark. I'd Bobby. rather swim with a giant shark. We, Bobby, 
no, I, I'm fighting us. We can't have a realistic example because it's not a realistic question. That's the whole point. Like it's. A <laughs> I like how Will is smiling right now. Like he's done it and he knows the answer. <laughs> it he's all makes sense to me. I'm going with the giant shark. Yeah, because yeah. he can't turn on a dime. Well, plus, but you're going to be dead. Here's the way I'm looking at it, though. You're jumping in the water with a shark or you can stay on the boat versus the piranhas. That's the way I'm looking at it. I like think, you can, no one's telling me I have to be in this like underground wrestling ring with a hundred horses. All right. I can strategize against them. I'm not messing with the giant. You guys are all wrong. I'm right. I'm, I'm dying on this one. Cheating now. Cheating. We, we all pushed guys, over the limit. We, we, we had a really good time with you guys. Thanks for coming on and bullshitting with us. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and, and I look forward to listening to more of your podcast guys. What, Thank what you do you guys time. got coming up? Anything exciting? Uh, we're yeah. going to do crazy tech. So I'll update on all the crazy new stuff out there for knee and shoulder stuff in a couple of weeks. New, new tech, it. new tech. We'll follow up on some of the stuff that we discussed last year. We did a similar show. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of advance that conversation and talk about some new things that are on the horizon. So, you know, more fun stuff. You got to talk about AI stuff in, in surgery, VR, Dude, AI, that's a good all idea. that stuff. Yeah, the VR we talk about a couple bit. It's hard. It's hard because people we talk about all this crazy stuff, but I like to be like follow up, right? Like, if you do an ACL repair, you do, you know, like you said, you guys do arthroscopic ladders or whatever. Like, how are patients doing? So for me, yeah. I'm like, hey, patients are doing well. Like the stuff I told yeah. you is not bullshit. You know, it's real. It works. Uh, you know, a year or two ago, it was just all brand new stuff. Now it actually there's some legitimacy to it. So I think that talking to Danny's point, you know, I try to follow it up with. Like these patients are doing well. This is good. Or like, dude, I stopped doing that. That's not. That's not the way it works. I'm kind of jealous right now, guys, because I feel like if I listened uh, to theirs, I definitely learned something. Like ours, it's just like mind numbing. So, <laughs> oh, there was. This is the most fun I've had, man. This is There's awesome. a time and a place for everything. <clears throat> exactly. No, I everything think I, stuff. Yeah. Oh shit! There it is. Uh, no, I love how we compliment each other. You get smart on yours, you get stupid on ours. It's great. I love it. Tortilla! Tortilla! Oh, come on, come on. Oh, buenas noches! Over my gente! Oh my god, it's amazing. Boys, we really appreciate you guys coming on. You guys are awesome. Thanks for you know being here and kind of shedding light on yours and how it's different and for you guys go to sports doc talk and listen to them they got crazy stuff on good stuff on you will learn something they're not by accident so join those guys in their pod with will sanchez and grant garcia thanks boys thanks thank guys. you guys so we got our boy and I'll, we'll call it the i'm a pod star not a doctor sports doctor uh matt provincher we're gonna bring him on i want to ask him like what sports like what's the weirdest diets in sports like what are some of the things those guys are doing you know if i'm drinking hydrogenated water you're eating tree roots you know what are they doing <laughs> so let's bring matt on oh how's the audio there we good all right good All right, cool. Oh. All right. So, Matt, welcome back, buddy. Thanks for coming on. 
Uh, I think you're one of our few return guests, but I think you're more, I don't even think you're a guest. I think you're part of the show. <laughs> you guys got an incredible show. It's an honor, honor to be here, Sharif and guys. Yeah, it's great. So it like, is we're a pod stars. Let's go. You're a pod star now. And I mean, so I, I don't know if you heard a couple of weeks ago. I think I, I talked about it. Um, the double AOS, I posted something as an, as a committee chair <laughs> and I yeah. hashtagged, I'm a pod star, not a doctor And the academy compliance and legal reached out to me. My liaison is like, so why is he saying he's not a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, I gotta. So when we're there, you know, my, you know, committee chair head is, is running this. This is my third of fifth years running the annual meeting in, in now it's in San Francisco, but uh, dude, that's that's funny. I'm gonna have to talk about it because we're looking for people exactly like you to help get our word out. So um, that's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. And then like a yeah. week later, they asked me to be like one of the social media ambassadors. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. But I'm gonna write what I'm gonna write. And they're like, <laughs> okay, you're gonna, you're gonna write, dude. Yeah, it's good. Now you're gonna be like, hey, check this out. You know what? Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> want you to be want you to be all over it. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. No, this is great. Super Bowl coming up, huh? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's big sports it's, week. It is a big sports week. Well, it's sports week for the guys that, and, and the gals that like sports. It's also sports week for Taylor Swift fans because it's, um, it's yeah. going to be, as they said, red versus red Taylor's version for the Super Bowl, which is exciting. I have two daughters. so I know that. So yeah. what, do, what do you got going on? I know you've been to many weeks of this with the uh, Patriots. Like yeah. what's going on right mm-hmm. now? What's happening there? We had a good run. Well, first of all, I want to know what your guys over under is on number of Swifty appearances during the game on camera. You have a so, number yet? Yeah. So this is interesting. I just heard this yeah. and I didn't really realize Colin Coward said that in a three and a half hour telecast of a football game, we actually see 18 minutes of football. That's it. Yeah. And so all when right. she's on for a minute, it's one eighteenth of the time that we've actually seen, but it's a minute out of three hours and 30 minutes, but right. yet people think it's too much. So I think yeah. there's going to be over under, I'm going to, you know what? It's her favorite number 13. I'm going to say over. Wow. Over 13. I had it pinned at about seven, maybe 7.58, but we're, you know, we're, we're talking during the main broadcast, kickoff to end, you know, there's going to be a lot of stuff before, a lot of fluff after. That's kind of weird. It's just during the game. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll see who's closer. Well, she's coming in <laughs> on a private jet from Tokyo. So you know they're going to, as they're bringing oh, her in, there's one. Tons of that. Oh, right yeah. out of the gate. She just yeah. won two more Grammys. And my daughter's told me that she now has the most yeah. Grammys for best album. And yeah. on top of that, I guess she's dropping a new album in April. So, the, I mean, She's the most famous person on earth. They're, Do you think Usher's going to let her sing a song? <laughs> Dude, if she rolls in there, that's amazing. Yeah. See, I wanted Detroit in the Super Bowl, so it would be Eminem versus uh. Swifty. I was gonna. I didn't want to bring up a sore subject because I, I mean that was close, dude. Do you take the points or not? I mean, I think, three point field goal, buddy. I, I, I mean, that's wow. exactly. You take three points. Yeah. And it's a tie ball game. You take both field goals, you win. That's exactly right. Times two. I don't know, yeah. but that's how that, we got there. That's how they've won all year. That's how you guys have won all year. You know, mm-hmm. congrats to Dan Campbell, your Lions, and all the fans. I mean, it would have been great to have them there, though. It, was close. it would have been the city. I think the city wasn't ready. I hate to say it. I think the city <laughs> would have just right. torn itself apart, and we've done such yeah. a great job rebuilding it. So yeah. I think it gives us some hope for next year. I mean, we're in the right direction oh, yeah. for once. Yeah. So. 
I'm going to tell you, you know, you know, being a, you know, not just a fan, but, you know, being on the inside now, guys, it's, it's a pretty incredible week to be, a, you know, at Super Bowl week. And one of the ones was in, you know, Scottsdale. And we had the whole resort to ourselves, And for whatever reason, the, the resort we were at had hosted a number of other games. It was uh, college football playoffs. It was, you know, like one of the, ma- the major playoffs. It was going to be in Glendale. There was a couple other uh, Super Bowls in the past. And the hotel had the distinction where we were staying at that the team hadn't lost. And they like that because after, you know, there's always a much better party if you win the Super Bowl at your at your team hotel. But, you know, in general, depending on the NFL rules, you're showing up on a Sunday, maybe a Monday, team's taking off and, you know, you practice at some of the away facilities. And I know that, uh, you know, some of the away facilities in Las Vegas have been given up to the two teams to be able to practice. And, you know, you kind of do that, but it's mostly just kind of walkthroughs and, you know, going, going through the, the motions of the last week. What I can tell you is everyone plays a Super Bowl. No one's really injured. It's amazing. <laughs> but I mean, look, there's real injuries out there. They're, both teams are dealing with a couple of key guys that might be out, but it's it's pretty impressive uh, out there how you know the, the team rallies to get to the Super Bowl and show up. Well, when you stop and you look at like Debo Samuel against us, I mean, that guy showed up and played, yeah. and that guy yeah. was still supposedly hurt. And I was yeah. like, if that's hurt, wow. Yeah, no, that was that was an impressive showing. And the, the resilience these guys have and, and the support crew behind them. And, my, you know, my hat's off to the medical staff. I mean, we're talking, you know, anytime you think any of us on this, you know, podcast are working long hours, you look at the NFL, you look at the athletic trainers, you look at the physical therapists, strength conditioning, I mean, you look at the entire medical entourage and it's it is a grind it's 100 120 hour weeks 130 hour weeks and now it's at the culmination and you know it's kind of, it's kind of a fun week to be there you got a bunch of media appearances with the players you go to media day you walk around and see all these guys getting interviewed and you're just a fly on the wall for me being the doc and, and just kind of watching this so it's a pretty cool pretty cool event and spectacle there's a gazillion things going on you got team pictures you got family day you got all these uh you know eating things and meetings and it's just it's really fun now what's interesting is when i get there you know tuesday or wednesday the nfl team and you know a bunch of the other you know nfl uh execs come and meet with you and they meet with the two head docs and the two head athletic trainers and it's a little bit different now but in essence they're like okay here's a deal um you're the physicians out there you're the lead medical people you had about just want to let you know 35 cameras or so at every nfl game something like that guess what we're going to for the super bowl like i don't know a million i don't know there's like 90 cameras or something and they don't miss a beat. Our point is, you know, just do your usual good job. But, you know, people are, you know, everyone's watching. This is hundreds of millions of people watching this event. Not quite the World Cup, but it's pretty impressive. And, you know, just go out there and do the right thing. But just know we've got every angle and we're watching. So. <laughs> yeah, do not pick your nose. Do not do any of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't miss that concussion. Don't do that. You know, do the right thing. All that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's kind of what we're trained to do, you know, in in the physician realm you're always trying to do the right thing for for that player and for their health and you just got to keep it in mind even under a a mass spectacle how many have you been to now uh it's my second so it was two not enough 
It was good though. That was cool. My kids went to, you know, two before the age of even, I don't know, 14 or 15. That was pretty cool. I got to my first one at age 45. So it's pretty, pretty cool when you, uh, you know, growing up in a, you know, sports centered family that helps take care of some teams in Boston. It was pretty good back in the days. Detroit needs to turn their stuff around. I mean, we're getting there. At least we got, we got yeah. football, hockey's turning around, baseball, yeah. eh, basketball, shit show. Yeah. So, so we want to do that, that just terrible, because, yeah. yeah, I mean, I was so lucky to grow up with the Red Wings going to, however, 23 playoffs and winning a bunch. Oh, and Sharif, you in there. Heyday, you know, oh. it was amazing. We only had three sports in our mind because the Lions sucked so bad. I mean, we, but we had the Tigers and we had the Red Wings and we had the Pistons. But now we have like nothing. So this year to turn it around has been really cool. And so my kids are all in. They're like, Dad, can we go to the game? Can we do that? So which is what I love because it gets us out of the house, gets us downtown, you know, love represents it. the city. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great for Detroit, as everyone said, and you know, great for someone like you that's lived through it a long time, Sharif. Yeah. So, <laughs> next year, buddy, is always next year. But uh, you know, take the points. <laughs> exactly. Well, Danny is pretty funny in L.A. because for a second there, the NFL had no teams, and now all of a sudden, overnight, they had two yeah. teams. Yeah, two teams. You got Vegas, and you got a Vegas baseball team coming in. One point, you know, some gazillion billion dollar baseball facility coming just off the strip. You know, Vegas has transformed, and I know they've been. You know, really happy. I was actually there last week for some unrelated business. I mean, they were good to go. They were ready. They're ready to accept, you know, obviously 400,000 fans in Vegas. And you know what? They can do that with their eyes closed. And and that's why I think Vegas is a very unique venue for the Super Bowl. And I'm, I'm sure Goodell and, you know, his people are looking at that very closely to say, you know, are we coming back to Vegas more often than, you know, just getting every time you get a new stadium, you get the Super Bowl. So it may, it may be there more often. I'd like Whew. I want to see what the betting is. Is the betting going to be the same, worse? Because if you remember, the, Vegas couldn't have any professional sports because of right. the gambling. Now, all right. of a sudden, like you just said, they have everything. So that's where I think it becomes really unique. And I was right. there like three or four days before the F1 race. And I had to give a talk and I stayed just behind the win mm -hmm. at the Renaissance. And so you essentially, you had to go down the entire... Uh, back way of the F1 track. So it was ready, like you said, and they didn't even blink. It was, they were yeah. ready for everything. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. You know, we've been scrutinizing this and following this, you know, with our, you know, with our stuff at, at the predictors.com, you know, Sharif, it's pretty cool. And, you know, we've been pretty good because guess what happens after week 17 or week 18 health really matters. And, you know, when you're looking at this from an orthopedic sports or sports medicine standpoint, it's it's really interesting because health has helps drive the playoff, the playoff outcomes. But most importantly, when we look back at our data and, you know, prospectively, retrospectively looking at these things is we've been seven of the last eight Super Bowl based on our proprietary health metrics. So pretty good. And, and honestly, surprised me a little bit of how, you know, accurate when you get the teams at the pinnacle that, you know, they're pretty well matched. Well, what are the differences? How's their health been during the season? And what they got going into it? And you know, obviously the you know Kansas City Chiefs, they've got some you know they've got some issues where you know you've got Omenahu now they're you know center out with an ACL. Uh, you got Joe mm -hmm. Tooney who's got this pec situation that you know pec tear, whether or not you know Sharif you're going to fix it or not, and whether right. it's a, you know muscle tendon junction tear or a tendon tear, they're still kind of sorting through that and. 
you know, and the San Francisco 49ers, you know, look pretty, you know, pretty healthy. You got George Kittle in and out with his toe thing. Didn't practice much last week, but I don't make much of that. So when, when you look at the overall health, uh, 49ers have a pretty big edge, especially with how Kansas City is going into it. And, you know, that was a big thing why Kansas City lost to Tampa Bay was they lost a big portion of their offensive line, some of their defensive line as they headed into the Super Bowl. They got banged up during the playoffs. So. We'll see how it goes, but the you know you look at our data and our stats right now. The 49ers, it does change day to day, but you know 49ers have the the health edge going into the Super Bowl, so it's pretty interesting. So when I was watching that Detroit game, one of the things that freaked me out is watching Christian McCaffrey get tackled down by the goal line, landing wow. on his head, and I was like, "Holy right. shit!" I think he just broke his yeah, neck because he kind of limped up for a second, and then he got up. I was like, "Oh, thank God!" But that was wild. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's tough and, you know, been an incredible catalyst for that offense. But, you know, we, we always hate seeing that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, what we're looking for and watching and, you know, having the video replay on the sidelines, having the uh, spotters call down to us and, you know, we, having all that feedback and, and going through that. And again, not just with 35 cameras, but on 90 cameras to be able to look at every angle uh, while you're on the field and as the physician there or the head athletic trainer. It's really incredible because of the video is really helps us dissect down what's going on. Danny, were you? Oh, I thought Danny was going to say something. He's he's no, listening. He's <laughs> enthralled. That's cool. No, how, players so, are amped. You know, the other interesting thing is the the pace of the game. You talked about the three and a half hours, right? So the halftime show halftime goes from about twelve minutes once they're into the locker room. It's about twelve minutes now to forty five. Huge change. Yeah. in how players prepare themselves and deal with halftime situation. They don't have to do it. This is the only time. So that's I saw that as a as a big preparation point during the week and you know going through some of those drills both mentally and actually rehearsing it so the players know what what to expect, how to take care of their bodies, nutrition, you know, game planning, rechanging things up with the coaches, et cetera, taking care of your body. It does give you a little bit extra time to, you know, take care of some things in the locker room. Some of these, you know, nicks and dings happen, but, you know, it's a definite change for, you know, how their performance goes, their muscles, their lactic acid, everything else. Huge sure. difference. What are some of the weirdest things like you've seen players do to prepare or like during halftime, like anything crazy? Like I, I just think of, when we were kids watching major league and, you know, Joe Boo was burning incense and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a lot. I would say not a lot of that, but uh, you know, play players are, you know, they're great. It's great to watch their habits. You know, they're creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. They like doing that. There's, you know, certainly everyone, we all have superstitions and certainly players are no exception in terms of how you go out there and, and do what you do, do your little routine in, in the locker room. But you know, I think that point I was making of the halftime locker room thing is you're, you know, you're on your own much longer right. and, you know, your routine's completely off. So you, you got to be able to adapt to that. But the, I mean, the players are super interesting. We do a lot of IVs for the players, you know, there's, you know, they feel they can hydrate better that way. Uh, you know, the, the supplements, you know, all have to be approved and everything else. They, they've got their whole supplement train and things like that. They like their certain shake. We have specific shakes for specific players. We got pickle juice uh, to help with cramping and uh, electrolytes. And you'll drink in this kind of green juice, green juice on the sideline or having a pickle. Maybe you'll see it on the sideline or in the locker room. Um, you know, there's all kinds of, of really good stuff. And our nutritionists are, are all over that. But that makes you imagine a huge uh, deal to, you know, get these big grown men of all different sizes from cornerback to lineman 
optimized at halftime. Danny, what's your favorite uh, supplement? I want to see if they have it in the NFL because I know you're all about your supplements. <laughs> yeah, I just take I just take a twelve amino acid. That's pretty much it. I don't really take anything. Cool. What about that tea you drink in the morning? What do you spray in <laughs> of the bees in your mouth? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Dude, I'm not an athlete, bro. It's way different if you're an athlete. They're like high level. Hold on, Matt. So one of our very first episodes, we had my good buddy, Jimmy Howard, who used to be the Red Wings goalie on it. And and Danny was so excited to be synonymous (laughs) as a surgeon to a athlete. professional athlete. So now you heard it. He's not an athlete. Yeah, not a football no. player. Yeah, that's not a doctor. Yeah, sorry. I'll tell those hashtag people they, they got it all wrong. So they're <laughs> blaming you incorrectly. You got, you're a good guess, man. So let me ask you this. You now have your metrics. You know what's going on. You're kind of like the inside guy. If I'm placing a bet this weekend, what is Matt Provincher telling me to do? Yeah, it's it's early in the week right now. It's San Francisco is what the data is looking like. Now, that doesn't count Taylor Swift, the Jet, <laughs> the other hype, <laughs> and just the magic of Mahomes, you know. So right now the data points to San Francisco. But that can change rapidly during the week, as you know. So give day. me the score. Ooh, 27-24 Ooh, San Low scoring game. I, I yeah, consider that still low scoring. Yeah, pretty low. Well, we'll that's, see that. that's awesome. Well, the prop so, bets in Vegas just have to be just amazing right now. I can't, can't oh, wait to see some of them. <laughs> will Mahomes crack another helmet? Will, you yeah, know, right, how totally. many touchdowns does Taylor or this Taylor, does yeah. Travis have <laughs> when therefore does, do they go to Taylor yeah. for like to see her dance? Which dance does he do? It's right. crazy. Kelsey's brother shirt off, you oh. know, that when does it come off? Is it all, you know, there's, I mean, there's a lot. It's, it's so many good. <laughs> Honestly, that's the, beauty of, that's the beauty of the event. And yeah, uh, you know, it really should just be a national holiday. The problem is it's, you know, Sunday night, Sunday night, East coast late, you know, West coast, not bad, you know, but it's not that late, but it's still Sunday night. And I don't know, we should, we should have Monday off. That's, that's yeah. what I'm going to push for. You know, I agree. I think give everyone Monday off after the Super Bowl. So Trump and Biden, whoever decides <laughs> yeah. that Monday after Super yeah. Bowl is off and becomes a holiday wins. Yep. hundred percent. I'm putting it out there now. I think we can I'd vote win too. On, win on that platform. Can you vote, Cuff Daddy? It's a national yeah. holiday. Are you yeah, too that's young. Great. That's good. Matt, you're awesome as usual. Hey, Thank guys. you for great. the insight. Great, guys. Well, great, great, great to chat with you all. You guys have a great rest of the week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, it's always a pleasure. All right. Go, Red Team. <laughs> go, Red Team. I love it. All right, Matt. Be good. See Cheers. you soon. Later, Matt. Bye. See ya. That was fun. I mean, it's 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 amazing that we kind of have the like same ideas, and yet how you can have two. Di- I would like I would say there's always a different perspective. So it's like yeah, we have the same pedigree, but yet our perspectives on what we're going to do on our pods are totally different. I mean, yeah, I think they're both but I love cool. it. Yeah, because you, you can, awesome. I'd rather go on someone else's pod and be serious and be Doctor Acevedo on that pod, and you know do what I do in the daytime and then at night I was, but I still want to, I wouldn't quit this. I still want to be a pod star at night. Totally. I mean, yeah. like this is more our, like this is us. If we came out, if we, if we came out, I was like, hi. You coming out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming out right now. <laughs> hi, I'm Sharif Bechet. I'm an orthopedic <laughs> surgeon in Detroit, Michigan. I'm joined tonight by Danny Acevedo. 
of Tarzana, California. Hi, Danny. I mean, would you listen to that from us? That's not us. No. We're, we're, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it's cool. I, I definitely wouldn't change it, but that's why it's great, dude. Like, I'm definitely not jealous of the other podcasts. I'm not hating. I think if you got a cool idea and it's cool and it's something I would listen to, you know, I think that it's definitely a new space. It's like the new Instagram. So, yeah. And I like that there that there's a, a lay person and a doc and they kind of bounce off each other, uh, which is kind of like us. I'm the lay person. You're the doc. And so, <laughs> so it's great. No, I, I'm the lay person. You're, you're the, you always try to be smarter on the podcast. <laughs> so All right, guys. Yeah. That wraps another uh, episode of I'm a pod star, not a doctor. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Find us where you find your podcasts and find us on socials, primarily Instagram and YouTube. See you next week. Peace. Trying to get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up in the headphone. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent.